All things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Free books setting out to make Supercoach history. So many things that we cannot wait to see. When do we get onto the sauce? Perhaps a twoies or some bubbles? Or is it Miller time to celebrate our players' double-double? Party with bangers and some rock by DJ Mitchell. Is he a lock? The Kings can bring the chips like Jonah Bolden brought the dip. Will we get Ulbricht quick or at least very soon? We think it's Taryn Armstrong that is going to the moon. How do we read our next stars? Are you superstitious? Impressive Johnson Alex are. The competition's rips the vicious. Robert said no Franks, so they got Franklin instead. They signed some Wiley veterans. Do they get over the humps ahead? The finalists have been all action. With Finn Diesel and Denzel, couldn't beat them, so they went cheat them. Who's fast and furious as well? Can't have a pair of Sams, but can they fill Pinder's shoes? And can we pair some Jordans when Crawford's small and Hunter's huge? Will Cummings hit a shot? JLA has hurt his wrist. With no AC, does Kel run hot? And is Huck Porty worth the risk? And Adams is back with his family. Let's usher in a new era of fantasy. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny and Boydy, the basketball blokes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL supercoach. We are fancy-less again due to technical difficulties for this second edition of the NBL Blitz Gold Coast edition nightcaps. Benny? That's right. We're going to have to work on that title. We'll have to, you know, Gold yeah, Coast edition we'll nightcaps. up a little bit. Yeah, we'll, 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 get it and we'll get it sorted. But you may remember the nightcaps from last season, themed podcasts where every night we record about the Blitz games that have happened, and it was about a night out in the town where we would go out for a nightcap, which is my situation from last night. In fact, mm-hmm. so I'm just hosting through these categories today, and Bordy is going to get me up to date with everything that I need to know about the Brisbane and Melbourne game. And I'm going to get you to start with the score of the Brisbane yeah. and Melbourne Yeah, so Melbourne uh, 96 ended up just getting over the top of Brisbane 92. It was close the whole game, really. Uh, and there was some t- some talk, I think. Scores were almost level at three-quarter time by memory now. But um, And there was yeah, a lot of talk in, in the commentary about, oh, you know, oh, they're not going to take this too seriously. and but they still want to win and, you know, all this sort of stuff. But um, obviously it's pre-season. Everyone's just having a go. But uh, there, was a bit of, there was a bit of feeling in it, oh, so, which was see. good to see. Um, one thing we need to know, though, is who was actually participating in the game. That's as important as the score for our early Supercoach research. And this is where we talk about the players currently under maintenance. You may have gone to the Gold Coast, gone to try to go to a ride at a theme park, and of course, the one that you want to go to is under maintenance. One of the players we wanted to go to uh, is currently on under under maintenance from Melbourne United. Uh, he was a big hype from uh, last year, but uh, go through the list from this game, Bordy. Yeah, there's not many uh, missing for both these teams. So I think uh, Brisbane only had Tyrell Harrison miss the game with a virus or an illness. Um, he'll be back for their second game is what they're saying. Very well. Um, and uh, Melbourne only with JLA out, um, uh, which has obviously been known for a little while. Uh, but he was actually he's actually there, and he was on the commentary uh, at halftime and and into the third quarter a little bit there. So he's in pretty good spirits by the sounds of it. So and maybe a little bit ahead of schedule. So one to watch there because obviously after his dominant year a couple of years ago with Melbourne United, he went overseas, played and was dominating over there, and now he's come back again here. So um, one keep an eye on for sure. But let's get into the real categories. Let's start with the schoolies, I reckon, if it's Gold Coast edition. We got evicted. We slept on the beach for the night, and now we're in Chevron. <laughs> yeah, we got evicted! <laughs> I think I mentioned to this, this before. If you want to have any hope 
in the future of society. Don't go through looking for a clip about schoolies, okay? Um, but this is where we talk about our players that are either straight, that are straight out of school, DPs, next stars, returning college players, who we discuss in body. Oh, mate, as if we couldn't discuss this bloke anyway. Rocco Zakarski, we did a little bit of a preview clip, if you hadn't seen it there, talked about his pre-season games, but kind of just went on with it from there. Um, but only didn't actually correlate with, with a decent Supercoach score. So he ended up with 14 uh, Supercoach points uh, with 11 points and only two rebounds, which is surprising, and one block. Um, mm-hmm. Although there was at least another one that was uh, after the player after a foul call, so there he's going to be getting blocked in this, in, in this league when, when he's playing. So um, just keep it, keep him in your minds. Um, yeah, it kind of felt like he should have had a bigger score than that, but um, you know, that's just the way it goes. Um, eye test was very nice. Hobbled um, quite a few times. Looks like he look. I was really worried. It looks like he rolled his ankle at, at one stage. Um, put up on the the live chat straight away. If you wanted to check out the live chat with our live scoring, uh, www.basketballbloke.com. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, they retaped it up and then got him out there again, which is a bit of a worry. I think it, it, during the third quarter, I sort of said, "Why are they even playing him?" Um, he was. Cause it seemed like every time he had to use that ankle, he sort of heard it a little bit more i guess or he was feeling it so a bit of a bit of a worry there um the only problem is as i mentioned in the players under maintenance under uh, that um harrison is out who's obviously uh, a big and will play similar role to him and baines looking lean and running the floor quite well setting okay. some massive screens as well by, okay. by the way um <clears throat> as he always does so it's a it's a bit of a log down there i'm a bit worried about rocco's minutes um okay but I think with what he shows, um, he's going to be – this kid's legit. Um, yeah. And he's just – he's long. Uh, he's quite lean at the moment. Probably could use um, getting some muscle in there, which I'm sure will happen. He's only 17 or whatever he is anyway. So, um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just a bit worried about his uh, minutes once Harrison's back as well. But if he's going to come on and do the things he did last night, I think he demands minutes almost. Um, so, yeah, keep him in your, keep him in your mind. Yep, not concerned about as a Dr. Boyd for sort of longer term, sort of injury prone. He's a big baby giraffe. He actually yeah, sort of he sort of moves better than what I'd expect. So I think he's it's not like a sign of things to come, is it? No, I don't think so. Um, he's he's been playing quite a lot. Uh, obviously, he was part of the um, under 17s World Cup team or whatever it was um, last year. So um, under 19s, whatever it was. Um, so yeah, he's he's. I don't think so. I don't think there's anything to worry about at the moment. Um, I think every day he's, he's he still looks like he's growing and he's going to fill out a bit more and all that sort of stuff too. I, I think he's got the perfect uh, mentor in Baines there in the gym with him probably as well. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah see how he goes. From a schoolie to a toolie. Now toolies are older blokes that uh, go and hang around schoolies and try to have a bit of luck. And someone had a bit of luck seemingly last night. Yeah, um, we're going to go with Della Vadova for this one this week, which I think is a bit unfair because I think Tooley has a little bit of a bad name to it. But I thought Delly looked quite good last night. He he top scored uh, in Super Coach points and also normal points for uh, Melbourne United. He had thirty two Super Coach points, which was on twenty eight points, three rebounds, two assists, one steal in only nineteen minutes. So he wasn't actually out there a whole lot, really. Yeah. Um, and just looked good from the get go. I think the first time he had brought the ball up and then ball in his hand, someone set a screen for him and just straight up with the three. And it was it looked like he wasn't going to miss for the first couple of shots. Um, 
yeah, and he, then he was he was drive doing his little drive things that he does, those little sort of hesitation, he'll stops and stops and pops and all that sort of stuff. And he actually looked about three years younger than he is, um, you know. So um, yeah, it's, there's a lot to like about Delhi looking at looking at him. So um, one to keep an eye on there. Obviously, oh, a bit goodness. of a logjam. I mean, yeah, I was just thinking like I think I have to try and build a Delhi lineup. I think based on this, like given his price, if yeah. you can move move an often import guard. To see what you can do with that little bit of extra cash, it's going to yep. be something I do over the next, uh, not today. I'm going to have a little play yep. for it. I'm not and, and obviously, Melbourne's schedule, I think they got four, is it four doubles in the first five rounds, something along yep. those lines. Right. So they've got a great schedule. He's going to get minutes. Um, as There is a little bit of a log jam there. You've got Shay Lee, you've got Ian Clark, you've got... Even Travers has helped the run, you know, have the ball in his hands a little bit. CJ43, there's, there's a lot of... Um, guards there um but i think uh, with his form there he's kind of form last night if he can keep on going with that and he's scoring it's one of the things that probably delhi has been knocked for previously his offensive game um yeah i think definitely i'm I'm in high hopes of delhi i'd I'd love to see delhi come out and smash it this year and and prove all those doubters wrong really um so i think and his his game sort of suits super coach scoring as well if he can keep those scoring up so yeah let's go um he was coming in, I guess, under a bit of a soreness sort of cloud. So maybe that's the reason for the, the 19 minutes as much as it as anything. But uh, next category, Boyd. Let's go with the Hardwick. The Hardwick. Mm. Gold Coast members, Dima Hardwick here. So excited to be your new coach. Thank you very much for your support. And I look forward to meeting you all soon. The new coach of the Gold Coast Suns, Dima Hardwick, uh, yep. is, and we use this to describe any player or discuss any player that's changed clubs over the off-season uh, who are we going to discuss here? Oh, we have to discuss Luke Travers if we're going to be talking to players that have changed teams to the rivals, aren't we? Yeah, I think just might still be the most known player in the whole of Supercoach. And and there's a reason for this. Um, he, you know, he puts score, he puts points up all over the over the Supercoach spectrum. I guess he had 19 Supercoach points last night in almost 28 minutes. Um, that was based on 11 points, six rebounds, and and one assist and two blocks. Um, very active there, which is good to see from him. Um, Banksy mentioned, I think, in the live chat at one stage, you Travis played a little bit of the Dane Swan super coach role to perfection. Uh, and oh, where, you're, where you're, yeah, where you'll know in AFL super coach. Right now? He, that's right, yeah, the pie, big pies man. Um, cares little for these games that mean little, um, saving himself for the real stuff. You might think that. Uh, yeah, that's what Banksy, I don't know, because there was a couple of times where he was quite vocal with the refs. And that sort of stuff. Still, I think he still had. There was a, still a bit of a meaning in this game for him. Still maybe Banks is under something. Not too sure. Maybe. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> the thing about him with Supercoach points as well is he kind of feels a little. Oh, yeah, I think he's got a little bit of slow mo Joe Ingles about him. You know, he puts, he does everything. Does a bit of everything. Um, can handle the ball. Can bring it down. Can shoot. Can score. Uh, gets rebounds, assists, etc. So. Um, I think he might just be a bit of a slow-mo Joe a little bit in that. So, um, but I Travis... He does yeah. play at his own pace, but yeah. he also has athleticism. So that's the only variation from old slow-mo. But, uh, He's yeah. definitely playing the four um, in that uh, Melbourne United team, definitely, um, which is maybe a little bit of a role change from the three. Um, but I see him... He's going to get good minutes. He's going to... I think... He's going to put super coach points on. I think he's the highest player owned, I think, still at the time at the moment. So um, I think for super coach, he is looking the good, especially with that uh, that schedule, as we talked about for Melbourne United. I don't think 
if you don't have Travis in your team, I'm not sure you're taking it seriously. Beautiful. Has not left my side. Next clip. Same. Let's go with meter mates. Because Gold Coast is amazing, isn't it? Yes, it's a beautiful country. It is we good. love Gold Coast. Uh, the meter maids, if you don't know, these were the uh, scantily clad women that used to go around and uh, fill up people's meters so they didn't get parking fines. So um, uh, good looking, not maybe not the most intelligent. Let's see, who knows? But uh, <laughs> based on that, based on that one clip. But we, from a Supercoast perspective, uh, talk about meter maids. Just the players that you're spending your loose change on, just the nice cheapies that we want to look at. And this player also has not left my side, so I need to know how he went. This, that's a, this play hasn't left my side either from the start. Uh, it is, of course, Bannon for Brisbane. Um, 69K he is. He's cheap, cheap, cheap. Uh, and he had 24 Supercoach points. Uh, that was based off six points, 10 rebounds, if you don't mind. Uh, three assists and a steal. <clears throat> Looked to be everywhere, basically. Um, and is a player and uh, I'm not sure I want to talk about him anymore because I just want to keep him to myself. But it seems like few people that are already onto it yeah. uh, and will be plenty more people will be onto it after his game last night um but the only red flag there is he's he got a little bit of a knock um and had the inner side of his knee iced um but it was reported only to be a corky uh, on the okay. coverage last night so wonder how we go there um the good thing about him well that was kind of a bad thing was how many times the commentary team talked about him as being a great pick in supercoach okay, there's pl okay. plenty of supercoach chat like on the like on the commentary last night especially uh the duo of uh, uh pete hawley and uh von hoff i think he even referred to himself as dr von hoff at one at, uh, at one stage come um, you, which is interesting trying to take a bit of dr boyd's sort of uh skip there um, yeah, so uh, lots of Supercoach talk, and there's going to be lots of Supercoach talk about Bannon because he looked like he will be a player at 69,000. Okay, so did he start ahead of Mitchell? Because that was he the started, position battle. <clears throat> he did. He started. He had 17 and a half minutes, obviously, and then was injured. Oh, when did he get injured? Maybe in the third quarter. Um, that's off memory. Um, it, it, he just looks like he's going to get in there. He slots in straight away. He 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 can play the game. Okay. He knows what he's doing. He's not a deer in the headlights. He's not. He's he's just he's a player. I think he's going to slot in beautifully. Um, and I think he put up at least one three. I can't remember. I can't remember actually. Anymore. Put him on ice. Put him uh, on yeah, ice. Okay. I say. Right. We don't right, want to. We don't want to see him until round one. Yeah. No don't one get too excited. Him. Yep. That's it. Next category is the Gold Coast Blaze. Gold Coast Blaze now with a six-point lead. Skips it over to Jason Kadee. Got a count. Golding goes upstairs again. Gold Coast Blaze, former franchise, and here are a few, couple of familiar names there, and good to hear Steve Carfino's voice as well. That was one clip, unlike the schoolies clip. Listening to Steve Carfino trying to find a... a uh, a clip of uh, some of the current NBL players that play for the Blaze uh, was was much more enjoyable. But we use this basically to discuss anyone who was blazing, who was on fire, who lit it up, and who was that player. Chris Smith from Brisbane. Um, not sure Banksy wants us to talk about him, but we'll we'll, go, we'll talk more about that in a second. But top scored for Brisbane with 26 Supercoach points, and that was on mm. 21 points, five rebounds, and one assist in 24 minutes. Mm -hmm. You can shoot it. Um, deep snipe. ball, yeah, sniping. Um, uh, surely the deep ballers are running with him. I'm not sure about that, Banksy. <laughs> Banksy wrote my notes for this one. Um, but shot eight 
from 15 last night, but he was five from seven from deep uh, and just looks, his shot looks automatic. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he backed it up that, um, because we remember that game in the preseason. He shot nine from 10, including seven from eight from deep. Um, so he looks like he can just be a scorer um, all over the place. But there was some commentary last night about it, um, uh, this in, in as well. Um, now, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, Bank, Benny, but um, back me up here. Banksy gave him a terrible baller rating, is that right, on our uh, on our podcast? Yeah, look, when if you don't know, this is probably the highlight of our very early season pods where we get a new import and Banksy gives it just the baller rating. Does he look like a bowler? It's generally to do with tats, dreadlocks, um, possibly dyed hair, and even the name, <laughs> the name Chris Smith, Chris Smith yep. was uh, was a was a de- detriment to his bowler rating. But ever since then, Banksy's been very high on him. Yeah, well, Banksy's had him in his team from the start. I think from that, I wonder if Banksy was throwing us off with the um, with the absolute terrible Banksy bowler rating. I think he had the worst on record. Um, but he and I, I actually think Chris Smith might have heard about the Banksy ball rating because last night he was looking, uh, looking slick. I reckon he's had the hair done. Him and um, uh, Mitchell, uh, DJ Mitchell, look like they might go to the same barber. Um, so they had the, uh, the the do done. Uh, now, by the way, if you didn't watch the game last night, this dude is a ball of muscle. He looks like he would. Would not be too out of place on a on an offensive or defensive line uh, in in American football. Um, muscular, uh, solid. I think at one stage someone sort of ran into him and, he, and bounced off him. Um, I think it might have been Krebs um, from memory. So, but yeah, looks like he's got a beautiful shot. Automatic. Um, yeah, uh, I like to see four, four fouls was a bit of a worry. Um, with him, but um, I want to see a bit more of him. And obviously, when you uh, talk about the triangling, uh, which Banksy has talked about as a strategy, um, Brisbane players work well with that with a couple of the other teams, uh, which you'll see on a few of our clips and uh, etc. So, um, yeah, look, I would like to see a bit more from Chris Smith, definitely. Uh, fair to say that uh, Banksy won't be giving his baller rating to his face then, if that's the case. But no. uh, next category. Let's go with Giant Drop, I reckon. All right, the Giant Drop, um, obviously ride on the Gold Coast. Now, I went on the Giant Drop in, uh, on a boys' trip straight, very shortly after finishing high school. And I'm not much, at, not very good on rides, but I was wearing my thongs, right? And the whole time, I was just const- constantly worried. I was just squeezing my toes so tight. <laughs> I brought these new heavy harness or something like that at the time on this giant drop. I'm up in the sky. It's like this thing's going to just fall and my thongs are going to go flying and I have to walk bare feet everywhere. I've never clinched my toes so tightly. I reckon I was the only person that's gone on the giant drop worried about that and not actually just, oh, shit, I'm about to fall down sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah. Um, giant drop, though, is someone who didn't live up to their price potentially who might drop in price based on last night's performance. And that player was... Unfortunately, I'm going to go with uh, CG43, Chris Goulding. Um, 18% of the competition, Supercoach competition, own him at the moment. And I'm sure a few might be questioning this pick. He had two fantasy points in 27, uh, almost 27 and a half minutes. He had no points and three rebounds. That's correct. No points uh, from CG43 uh, and three rebounds and one block um, was zero from eight from the field if uh, so yeah not looking that flash uh, obviously been over with the boomer side uh, didn't play many minutes there maybe he's a little bit rusty maybe he needs a little bit more time not too sure um, but 
Yeah, it certainly didn't look like the CG43 we wanted to see because obviously with the with the super coach scoring system almost plays into a guy like CG43 that might might not have been of interest to us in the old NBL fantasy scoring. Um, but in Supercoach, it actually lines up for him, um, the, what, the system, but it, we haven't seen any proof in the pudding yet. So, um, yeah, one to keep it on. Hopefully we see a bit more from CG. Over the and next actually, that's weeks. a massive flag for me about Chris Smith. Um, like, he only just got his average, like, and or what he's priced at. Yep. And he was, he lit it up. He was he the blazing player of the night. So that's Correct. Amazing. So, um, yeah, interesting. But, look, we said last podcast we need to have one of these every single podcast. We haven't had one yet. A bit like Jizzlenka. Now it's Kiappa! Every kid says it for the last 50 years. And, look, <laughs> this is going to be my backup. Come on, mate. Um, did anyone do anything spectacular? Surely well, someone uh, did something spectacular because we need to have a capo <sighs> on stretching, but... Stretching. Look, it was day one. We were looking for something spectacular, a bit, bit of cat, and we almost had it a few times. I think Baines and Travers almost had absolutely spectacular facial dunks uh, in the course of their game, but the, it did, both times didn't drop. They bounced off the back of the ring or something <laughs> okay. like that. And even Cook had one in the first game. He almost put sent bloody um, uh, Marcus Lee off to another another state, I reckon. Um, so we almost had a kappa. Let's just okay. get in there. I reckon look, next. Let's hopefully in the next couple of days we'll see. Look, kappa anyone watching the games on the website, if you see a kappa suggestion, get on the chat and just let us know about it going forward. But that's going to wrap us up for this one, Bordy. Beautiful. And as always, you can find us on X or Twitter at people underscore blokes on Facebook, basketball blokes, or at www.basketballblokes.com for the live scoring and the live in-game chat. If you're a Patreon. G'day there. It's Zach, also known as the Fez, coach of the Fez Monkeys. i got to say the best part of being a Patreon supporter is the ever so helpful basketball blokes community. Whether it be team advice, injury news, or Boydie's gifts, the Discord chat has it covered. Also, quite handy for those pesky last-minute play withdrawals. Hey guys, Denim Melrose here, coach of OK Then. And my favourite part about being a Patreon with the basketball blokes is all the data and stats they send through. It's worth far more than they charge, and it couldn't be more handy. Hi everybody, my name's Ruby, and I'm the coach of the McVeigh Times. My favourite thing about being a Patreon supporter is the pre-season cheat sheet and knowing that I'm going to get my team off to the best start and the Discord chat uh, where everyone helps me see sense after I get a little trade wild. Hey, I'm Watto and I'm the coach of the Coogee Hornets. If you want to get all the stats, have some great banner with all those like-minded fantasy individuals, make sure you get on board with the basketball blokes and become a Patreon.